Hey, y'all. It's Danielle, and welcome to episode 39. This week, Tykeen and I bring back Talita Sweldo to talk about a topic that is ricocheting through celebrity culture and the airwaves. Here's a clue. Entanglement. That's right. We take a break from the politics to discuss Will and Jada's now infamous red table tag and how toxic masculinity affects us all. All right, y'all. Let's eat. We are live. What's up? I would like to start us off, ladies and gentlemen, with the definition of entanglement. It is a noun. The action or fact of entangling or being entangled. If you need a little bit more clarification, an entanglement is a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. Entanglement. So what's the context for entanglement? Well, I'm just, you know, pitching so that I could get into the National Spelling Bee lineup. Um, (laughs) But... (laughs) Spell it. (laughs) Uh, No, it's it's really going to be a lot of what we're talking about today. The whole world's been lit on fire by the word entanglement. I'm sure, like, it's the word of the week or the word of the month. It might be. You know, the dictionary does the word of the year. I'm trying to find out. But before we get into that, we have a guest that is joining us. She has already visited us from, I think, our December. It was like our December episode that yeah. we released in January. Well, you remember we were so hype about 2020. We were talking about all of our goals and all. And damn it, if 2020 <laughs> didn't bring a root of awakening to us. Yes. So, special guest, would you like to introduce yourselves? Let the people know who you are, what you do, and we'll jump right into it. Because I have a lot of thoughts about the word entanglement. Wonderful. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Talita Sueldo. Talita is a pre-approved English version. I am a business analyst in tech, and I am really passionate about community work and also really love pop culture and stuff. <laughs> so can I tell y'all a really quick story before we really even jump in? Of course, we, of course I can. I'm going to. I have an issue with really de- defining what pop culture is is. So when I was president of the Black Graduate Student Association, we started this event called Black History Trivia Night, where we had like this really big trivia night, a lot of fun prizes, yada, yada, yada. And we did like a celebrity or pop culture section. And so uh, Shayla, who was our financial officer, still plays me to this day because I when they were like, we need people for celebrity culture. I gave them like tidbits of facts about like George Washington Carver and W.E.B. Du Bois. And they were like, Danielle, they're not celebrities. But it was it was tea. Like it was tea about a famous person. I feel like W.E.B. Du Bois is a celebrity. He's an intellectual leader. So, um, But he may or may not have married his daughter off to a man that he already knew was gay. So that's celebrity gossip right there. I don't know if y'all heard this, but only Danielle laughed. (laughs) Story like I'm up here thinking like, so what's the point? Like, really, Danielle? Danny just really wants to convince us that this is celebrity gossip. And she will stop at nothing (laughs) until people, not just one person, but people will affirm her 
I'm just saying you have to check the the like the personal section of the Wikipedia page. Okay, Zora Neale Hurston and Langston Hughes stopped speaking after being really good friends for a very long time because Zora Neale Hurston wanted to be entangled <laughs> with Langston Hughes and he didn't want her. Okay, this is drama. The Mule Bone, which is a very very good play, was never finished because there was a there she wanted an entanglement and he refused. Celebrity gossip. So, <laughs> thank you. And she's cracking herself up, y'all. It's the truth. You know, this is a little bit before Danielle's time, but I used to Here watch this show called Apollo. And there Showtime was, at the Apollo. And there was a Sandman whenever your performance oh was flat. Oh my gosh. Oh no. And that was not a Sandman moment. Y- yes, it was. Danielle. No, it wasn't. It, I'm trying to tell y'all celebrity gossip. I just feel like there's if a you, thin if line. You have to convince us. Between who is a celebrity and who's not. So a few weeks ago, my August Alcina, who is what we say a B list, C list R and B singer. I like he's got bops. I listened to I him on title. So shade already. <laughs> He's got some bops. He came out. He had an interview. With the Bre- Angela Lee e of The Breakfast Club. Yeah. And he disclosed that he had a relationship and he was in love with Jada Pinkett Smith. He had loved Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, I don't think it's like a present love. Well, I mean, does Did love ever stop? Did you watch the whole one hour episode? No, she didn't. No, did you? Yeah. No, you didn't. You no, 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 she really likes gossip. No, so but she... she didn't watch the full hour. I want you guys to know that gossip in Spanish is chisme. <laughs> and at any point when you text your Latinx friends chisme, they will stop anything they're doing. All I'm telling you is she did not watch the full no, hour. I didn't. Exactly. I watched the pertinent parts. Exactly. <laughs> Why couldn't I do that? Why are you trying to call me out? Yeah, so he was up there saying that he could die happy because he actually knew what love was now. It was really a touching episode. Episode? Segment. I mean, a whole hour. That's an episode to me. (laughs) I really appreciated, and I was talking to my friends about this, about how I don't always see that vulnerability with men, with people in general, but with men. And I appreciated how open he was, even though he knew he could have been, you know, there's just so many ways that he could have been not perceived favorably by his audiences. And I just really appreciated that he was so vulnerable for a long time in the episode. I feel like it was like a solid like five to seven minutes where he talked about this. <laughs> Sorry. So I, re- I just really appreciate The bar appreciate is on that. the floor. <laughs> I know. The bar is on the floor. Five to but seven minutes. But we don't see that very often. So no. to me, it was like, Because y'all wow. don't want that very often. But oh, wow. Are we doing this? Not today. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I do agree. I felt like it was a very, very vulnerable episode. And just for context, as Tykeen likes to say, for those of you all who don't know, August Alsina had, like, issues. I know very early on in his career, he had, I believe, an opioid addiction. He also was struggling, I think, with, like, kidney disease. So he had a lot of, like, health issues that were kind of like some of his personal troubles that were happening and that's kind of from what I heard part of the reason why he was introduced to the Smith family through Will and Jada's son Jaden is that what you, is that what everyone else heard what? yeah 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 He's so an R&B singer for them well that's yeah. what they also alluded to right yeah so August said that he had gotten Will's blessing mm-hmm. to have an affair with Jada Pinkett Smith so Jada and Will are a married couple. They are. 
And so Twitter went crazy. People forgot about George Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. For a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit. I mean, they were they were I trending. Maybe and, they didn't forget. They just wanted to focus themselves on something else for the moment. And then Jada decided that she was going to bring herself to the to the red table. Right. So uh, one of the things that I found that was really, really interesting about that whole involvement is that people were very, very quick to like jump on this incident, mostly from my belief, because it was pretty much presumed that Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith had an open relationship because my dad, I was sitting there and I was having a conversation with him. Who's the king of gossip. Who is, he is, he loves it. But he, we were talking about it and he was like, well, aren't Will and Jada in an open relationship anyway? And so, like, they had never really confirmed that they had an an open relationship. Open marriage. Excuse me. An open marriage. A marriage is still a relationship. But one of the things that was striking to me was everybody was so quick to talk about it, mostly because a lot of the rumors about them having an open relationship were linked to Will being the one who was participating openly and not Jada. So thus far in this conversation with Will and Jada and their marriage that people have kind of talked about with them possibly having other partners, the conversation always centered around Will and his potential other partners, but never Jada. And so I think that was also a part of it is because people presuming that Will has had relations outside of his marriage is almost like old news at this point. People have kind of been like, oh, yeah, we've had this conversation, but Jada? Jada? I don't remember when I came to or like came to the information that they potentially did have an open relationship. I do remember for a long time knowing that they had a different kind of marriage than the conventional marriage that I am used to seeing, mm-hmm. which I think there are different types of relationships, right? Like different people do relationships in different ways. But I think publicly they had been different from the conventional marriage. But then I remember also watching Red Table Talk, and she was like, we're life partners. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I can be on one side of the house. And this was a different episode. Correct. This Mm -hmm. is a different episode. She's like, I could be on one side of the house with, I think she said with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And you could be on a different side of the house with somebody else, but we're in that joker together. Right. And I remember being like, huh. Would y'all be open to that? So her mom goes, I feel like, and I've always told y'all that it's very, very strange. I hope everyone pointedly noticed that I uh, ignored the question at hand. But at the time, Jada's mom, when when Jada said that, she was like, and I've always said that that's strange. (laughs) Like she acknowledged that somebody's had somebody on one side of the house at some point. And so her mama knew. Her mama knew. Her mama knew. Yeah. So, all right. So we've alluded to this Red Table a few times, Mm -hmm. but Red Table is a Facebook show that Jada has that has millions of viewers. Mm -hmm. I don't think they have like, it's not weekly, it's periodic. I think it's whenever something is hot in in the atmosphere and sometimes they just do other episodes that just have to do with like healing and relationships and people and and so it's like they sit at this red table and they just process different things right and so after the allegations came out about august jada decided to bring herself to the red table and the internet went crazy internet (laughs) (laughs) like people were really on beyonce's internet 
just like losing their oh, I, minds. I thought it was Al Gore's in it. Um, you know, I think Beyonce deserves credit as well. <laughs> I just feel like people were really on there. Like, just I couldn't wait. I have never. Okay, wait. That that was about to be a false statement. Thank you for the, not telling lies to the people. Oh my goodness! The only episode prior to the Red Table Talk that I anxiously waited was the Jordan Woods one, uh, where she yeah. gave Jordan Woods the ability to come to the table and talk about what happened between her Tristan and Tristan Thompson. Thompson and the Kardashian-Jenner clan. That one I also watched from beginning to end, and I actively waited for that one. Since then, there hasn't been one. And they should, they've done so many things. I think they had an episode on like transracial adoptions where they brought on this white woman who like had adopted black kids and had that conversation. I mean, you know, that was interesting. I didn't watch it, but I was literally like, oh my goodness, when is this going to drop? And then it dropped why, like right after you and I finished our very last episode. Yes. And we sat in here and watched it and processed it together. Yes, in WRIR Studios, 97.3 FM. Thank you for the studio. <laughs> so all of that to say, we're here to talk about entanglement. What, what did y'all think about the, the Red Table discussion? Did you appreciate it? Did you learn anything new? What did you think of Will? Like all of the above. What's up? I think one of the things that was so... I loved that episode. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, just moving forward, you might want to go watch it. It's only like 12, 13 minutes. One of the things that I really appreciated was, one, they came together to the table talk. It wasn't just like Jada's bringing herself to the table. She could have had her mom interview her. She could have had uh, Willow, who's usually up there with her as well, interview her. She could have had a whole host of things. But really, I think in that moment... Will and Jada showing up together was such a sign of like, y'all could talk however much you want, but this is our marriage. This is life partnership. This is a life, exactly what uh, Talita said. Like, she's, this is a life partnership. I'm not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. There are a lot of so, there are a lot of media outlets saying that so and so said something and so and so said something and we haven't said anything and this is our statement that we are making from the strength of our marriage here. And I could go on and on. I really was just impressed by Will, but I'll I'll let somebody else jump in because I just felt like the absence of toxic masculinity at that table just mm. made me giddy. Like, mm. oh, I was so pleased. So I watched oh, it late. What was the mm about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, let's go back. What was the mm? Toxic masculinity mm. is prevalent in our society. Okay. And like, like, let's, let's <laughs> process and this. Okay. Let's, let's process oh. this. So I was late at watching it because I really wanted to watch it when I could process it and where I could talk about it. And I didn't want to just like watch my apartment by myself. But I, all my chats were just blowing up with like memes and tweets and everything. And I think it's interesting because I saw a lot of that. Like, I tried not to glance at it, but I saw a lot of that and what people were commenting beforehand. So I did go in there with some kind of shaping of what that was going to look like. But I am really impressed with their relationship. I think while people think that the word entanglement wasn't appropriate, I think it was very appropriate. I think it was exactly what they had. Right. Or what, what she, complicated relationship. Yeah. And or what she saw herself in the relationship. But I also just I also appreciated the accountability she took and that Will didn't 
shame her, but was very much like, let's let's talk about what we came here to talk about. And I'm not going to let you kind of wiggle your way out of this. What did you do, Jada? <laughs> right. <laughs> what did you do, Jada? An entanglement? Yeah. An entang a relationship <laughs> is right. exactly how he Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> so, so I feel like I really love that there was like not shaming and then there was like even that joke of like I'm the husband that's like standing beside you at a press conference. That's my and, boo-boo. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and that joke I think just to like ease attention but also saying like I'm standing beside you and I don't know that I always see that for men. And not to like bash men or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's usually the women that that stand by their men, right? In public settings like this where things like this happen, like where they're just like, "No, it's fine." How often have you all admitted to being in an entanglement? To your partner, like I've never been I've in never an entanglement. Been Excuse, all right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if Becky, I had, how often have you admitted to being in an entanglement with your partner? Don't answer a question with a question. Oh, okay, exactly. I've never been in an entanglement. I don't really understand what what, what you mean by I've, that. I've been in entanglements while I did not have a partner. Yeah, that, I, I call okay, them yeah, situationships, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like there's no one I have to admit to because there's no one that I'm accountable to in a relationship. Okay, so happened. thank Retweet. you for proving my point. Retweet. This what? Is exa- this is exactly why we don't see men standing by their boo-boo because women don't ever admit to. Oh, my God. Dungeon. Y'all don't admit to any- like married men like think Hillary and Bill. Right. She stood by him, which. I understand that not everybody like loves them or whatever, but like that's the first example I thought of of women just being like cool. very powerful, like v- famous people. It's Donald and Melania Trump. Like right. we can literally list the name, like the the exactly the because the women don't ever admit no, because but that's because not we about, don't have men who you, historically okay, kiss can, and can tell. We, can we time out and like just say? August. Can we talk about and say like admit is a very operative word that you're using right now? These men were getting caught. Nobody's Hello. told like that's that's exactly in this moment what happened to Jada also was happening to these they they weren't admitting to anything they were caught so and, Jada and, got caught because August kissed and told so that's what I'm saying the same thing happens to men but y'all just do it at a more prevalent rate I think that's an unfair characterization I don't, I don't know that and I, I take, don't and I take offense to that well if I don't you're know gonna that make men... stuff up I'm gonna make stuff up. <laughs> We make stuff up together. What did I make up? <laughs> that women just don't admit to anything. It doesn't happen as as no, common no, no. as No, They men. don't get caught as often is what you want to say. So you're saying that the offense occurs just as frequently. Oh, yeah. But men, oh, okay. That's Thank why you. I said I okay. made up what I okay. say since you was making stuff I up, I didn't too. make anything up. Thank you for proving my point. <laughs> that you didn't prove your point. Yeah, I don't think that cheating is like a man or woman thing. I do think that like men just seem to be more sloppy about it. <laughs> That's y'all's fault. Sorry. But also the expectation generally is that when something like this happens, men are not expected to stand by the woman who, quote unquote, was unfaithful. That's not the general expectation. On the other hand, though, you have people like T.I., you have Offset, where the whole world basically was jumping on Cardi B. Oh, he made a mistake. Stay with him. That sort of thing. Meanwhile, the world was astonished that Will stayed. 
like literally astonished versus the expectation was for Cardi B to stay with Offset. So, and that's the difference. So, but, but I also so, feel like there's a difference in what happened with Jada and Will. Jada and Will were very clear that they had broken up they where, had. where they thought was indefinite. Right. They were separated. They were like, he even says, I was making myself happy while you were making yourself happy, which to me implies he was doing the same thing. Whoever he was doing it with just didn't go. They just weren't messy. <laughs> they just w- didn't they, go oh, was it on the, the Internet. Kiss and tell that time. You said what? Because he, he was it the woman who didn't what? kiss and tell. Oh, OK. Proceed, Talita. Um, I'm so <laughs> I think that that's different from there, like there the party offset conversation right because offset just cheated on cardi like there wasn't like they it, well that was my understanding of their relationship again we i don't know the in, like intricacies of people's relationships but the way she framed it was we were in a committed monogamous relationship Exclu- so, so so you're saying that as long as you have the conversation that we are exclusive that so it's different is that what you're saying like the expectation was that the smiths weren't exclusive well so they they say in the table point. talk that they were broken up, like they were over. They were broken up and that there were no secrets. Right. Right. So Jada wasn't out here like sneaking around. They're probably in the same house. No, probably. She, they, she said in that, that previous table talk, you're going to be on this side so, of the house with right. so-and-so. I mean, and I, I'll be on that side of the house. I'm just going to keep it real with y'all because that's why I'm here. Kudos to Will Smith and I'll preface this by saying I definitely perpetuate toxic masculinity. Like I'm a work in progress, mm-hmm. but we're all work in progress. We know, we know he ain't done with you yet, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think this. I could have been at the red table for the whole world to see. And that's why it's, that's why we're saying like, that's why I said one of the things that I was most impressed by. I'm like, you'd go out there. <laughs> Toxic, like the absence of absolute toxic masculinity in that conversation of I have nothing to hide. You have nothing to hide. I can't give anyone permission to your body just because I'm your husband. I am going to stand by you. I'm going to support you. And he very specifically said, like, I am like the husband at the press conference. But like, how many husbands have we seen at the press conference? But I would even go as far as to say that there's a lack of toxic masculinity, but I don't want to just give Will just that because I feel like I have friends that, you know, have low levels of toxic masculinity that still wouldn't do that. I think Will was mature. Hakeem is one of those people. Right. Well, Will was like very mature and was like, hey, I don't want you to be dragged like this. And Mm -hmm. I like I feel like it's important for me to say something because you're just your side of the story, even though this is technically your business, Mm -hmm. is not going to be enough. So I feel like it was like maturity. It was standing beside her. It was saying like, I will be that partner to you of like standing beside you in uncomfortable moments where I don't necessarily have to, but this is what I've signed up for. Can we just talk about Jada saying that she wanted to heal August? I'm done for today. I mean, I mean, really like, what type of woman is this that said that she's like going to heal him? A lot of a, a lot of people look for broken people. Hurt um, people, for hurt projects. People. Yeah, lot. for projects. Um, because a whole they, other ums there. Like, just get it out. I'm. I'm just saying there are a lot of people who. And to be fair, 
she was also hurting at the same time in different ways, absolutely. But when Will asked her, like, what were you doing? She said she just wanted to feel good. It had been so long since she felt good. Obviously, their forms of hurt were significantly different. How do we know? How do we know that their differences of hurt were significantly different? Oh, I thought different? you were talking about between her hurt and August's hurt. Sorry. I was just saying that there there are different types of hurt, right? Uh, Addiction and a broken marriage are different types of, like, hurt. I'm not saying one's worse than the other, although I could place it on a hierarchy. I'm not going to. Please don't. Um, I said I'm not going to. So I just felt like in that moment she was trying to, one— like fix a project rather than sitting with and fixing herself and the issues that she had. So she was seeking out somewhere to like lay this attention and lay the fixing on someone, right? And when the person she should have been focusing on fixing was herself. So are you saying that she used August to build herself back up? I think in part you, I think, yeah. I would suggest, if not intentionally, I think it was a part of her growing process so that she did get back to where she could be, where or where she is right now. I don't know if she was like, I'm seeking August for the express purpose of making myself a better person later, right? But I think that that was par- probably part of her process to getting back to better. I think it was a byproduct of the relationship was her growth. And I think that y'all just coming up with these new and innovative ways to justify what she did. Like, I think if the roles were reversed, y'all would be dragging Will Smith right now. Okay, so let's have a moment of, number one, they said they were broken up and potentially for forever. Excuse me. I'm not talking about what they said. That's what they said. What I'm saying is, oh, oh, we... We've both been in chats together, y'all. Oh. I've been in chats with both of y'all. Y'all will be dragging Will if the roles were, if everything was exactly the same. You'd be like, get that money, boo. Like, y- y'all would be wilding. No, man. I wouldn't. Okay. I feel like if they were, we if can't they keep were. It real. I don't know why we're having this conversation right you, now. That's just because you want me to say something that I just cannot say. I feel like if the roles were reversed, but also that's how toxic masculinity works, <sighs> right? Is that I probably wouldn't have given it a second thought because I'm like, that's that's how men behave often, particularly celebrity men, particularly men with a lot of money. I don't even think that I would it would have merited much of a conversation from me because I'd have been like, oh, who's surprised? No, what you would have done. That's exactly what would have happened. No, what you would have done, you would have texted me and said, look, he's trash. And then you would have went on, but like you would have called him trash. And not once. And I, I just want you to keep that same. Can you can you give an grace. example of when we've done that? Because I don't recall. <laughs> First of all, for all the listeners, anytime you hear someone from a political world say, I don't recall, that's a lie. It's not a lie. I I want you to give me So Danielle, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. I said Kobe Bryant is trash. Yes. Oh, because of the rape allegations. Yes. Okay. So in that moment. And we think those are synonymous. No, 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 Because no, no. I was gonna, okay, I was, I was about to go. I was like, wondering. so okay. In this instance, he was married. They weren't broken up. So they were and still so married. Regardless too. of if that relationship was consensual or not, that's that's trash. We just talked about. Th- there's a difference in. They were separated. 
it's just it's just so, so I, all right, I didn't I, have okay. anything to say so, when so, Dwayne Wade had his break baby did I mm. silence right no because they no, you did, they were you did broken make a, up you, I had nothing you did to make say. a comment I had nothing to say when the break baby popped up excuse me I wish I knew that child's name I he deserves more than me calling him a break baby but I don't know his name but they they were together they weren't even married and I said absolutely nothing because they were broken up. You made a comment. About, so so this is the thing, y'all. And I just want you to know we're going down a slippery slope here because I know some people. I know some people who before they step out, they'll just say, oh, like we should probably take a break. They step out, do whatever they want to do, and then they come back. But that's not what happened between Will and Jada. Hey, all right. I mean, we he, can all curate these was done stories. with her. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's creating a story. I, I mean, no. I mean, we can say that now, like four and a half years later. That's like, what he said. I'm going off of what he said. I'm not going to make up scenarios in my head about. He didn't about, want y'all to drag. No, 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 no. He didn't want the mother of his children to be drugged. I trust that he, what he told us was the truth. And okay. so I'm trusting a black man at his word. Ooh. <laughs> like the you would shade, like to ask the shade. Oh my! And goodness. I'm saying that he said that he was done with Jada, and that he was doing what made him happy, and she was doing what made her happy. And it happened years ago, and they're not worried about it anymore. And uh, his wife had a relationship, uh, but I also appreciated because I really feel like Jada could have really probably brought up. A lot of things, but she kept it centered on herself, which nobody gets is giving her credit for. That's accountability. And she didn't try to say, well, so-and-so did this or you did that or remember the time or what were you doing those four years where we weren't ha- where we weren't good? No, no, no. She that, centered it on her. The other thing I want to understand is as I watched that Red Table talk, I was like, I feel like Will looks tickled. <laughs> he was so tickled. Can we please define tickled for the people because... <laughs> I don't want anybody to be confused. Like, you know, he just seemed like he was, like you know, he was amused. Right. He was super amused, which was funny because all of black Twitter was like, or just all of Twitter was like, he looks so hurt. That's what I'm getting to. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like I saw this. He's tickled. He's smirking in the majority of this. He's making jokes. They're hee-heeing, right? And I just want to understand why y'all are placing so much hurt in a man that is not showing you hurt on screen. Who is y'all? You. You. Tykeen Cooper. <laughs> Proceeds, Lita. You and your <laughs> your friends. <laughs> no, I just want to understand, like, I at no point did, did Will start crying. Did he look sad? Did he say, I'm really sad and hurt? Like, there was no we point. We don't talk about our where, feelings like that, y'all. Where that happened. He said it was years ago for him. He was good. Yeah, he was like, I'm just... I'm just here as your supportive husband. Listen. <laughs> but listen. then and then it's just like, oh, Will looks so hurt. Will like y'all were like, you if I had not watched that Red Table talk based on some comments, I would think that Will started crying in the middle of that, like listen, ugly crying. Listen, Danielle and I, we've had this conversation on the same platform before about how in theory some of the things that women say that they want i don't think they really want it and no, no, no. don't speak in general terms the women that you've interacted with no 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 I, i'm okay let's 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 keep it a bean here no yeah let's keep it a bean if we're gonna keep exactly. it a bean let's keep it a bean okay <laughs> <laughs> that's 
So are we talking about how women internalize toxic masculinity too and expect that of their men? Because toxic masculinity hurts men and women. This is how it hurts us oh all. Oh my God. Am it's I the all. red table talk to Okay, you? it really does. Yes, it hurts us all. The patriarchy hurts us all in the same way that racism hurts us all. It doesn't hurt us all in the same levels and in the same ways, but it does. I'm just saying that high notions of self-reliance and emotional repression are correlated with increased psychological problems in men, such as depression, stress, substance abuse. All of this comes from like the culture of toxic masculinity, where we have certain cultural norms that like basically promote specific stereotypes of men that require them to remain socially dominant. And it hurts women, but it also hurts men. Cry, my brothers. Cry. You could do it. I support you. Correct. Taiki looks so tight. Because I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. <laughs> and I will say also, I feel like what conversations that I've had around toxic masculinity. Get it out now. Conversations that I've had about toxic masculinity with men, it's not, I don't think, an attack on the man or the Mm-mm. person. Mm-mm. It's the attack on some behaviors that like people take on and continue to have that they could separate themselves from. Right. So like I feel like a lot of the time when Um, especially like in my Latinx family, when I say I'm a womanist, they're like, oh, you're one of those. And I'm just like, no, like this is hurting us all. Like you don't like you don't have to always provide. You don't have to always protect. And the fact that like sometimes you do have that um, you are taking on these behaviors. It's like, how do we separate you and detangle you <laughs> detangle. detangle you from these behaviors right it's not it's not an attack on men it's attack on some of the behaviors so that really that mean, affect us so that we're that mean, socialized does that mean it. that we need an entanglement to detangle the behavior no i don't believe that's what that oh, okay. <laughs> that means but yeah it's just like it's this unspoken like code of behaviors that certain like well that a lot of boys are raised into and a lot of girls are raised into. Right. Yeah, so so I will admit that like I've even perpetuated some of those same notions, right? I mean, like, so have I. So have yeah, I. yeah, so like y'all know I got a whole bunch of nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. If my little niece falls off the bike, it's like, oh, come to uncle. I'm going to kiss it, mm-hmm. rub it, make it feel better. My nephew, like, I'm not I'm like, boy, better get up, man. Like, And that's what we're wipe saying. Wipe yourself off and no. go. And, and so, like, I, I preface this entire conversation by saying that, hey, like, I'm still, like, I'm a work in progress. I right. did say that. Mm-hmm. But what I would like for you all to say, since we're here keeping it a bean. Keeping it a bean. That i like for you all to say, hey, I'll. From this point moving forward, I'm going to extend the same grace when I hear about men stepping out as well. So here's the point. Here's the point that I want to make is that, one, it's very interesting that I hope that in whatever group chats you're in, you're making them be held accountable to the ways that— Oh, accountability is a must. To the ways that— like we treat men who step outside of their relationships because culturally, even the ways that like Jada and Will were treated on Twitter based off of like this incident were fundamentally different from the ways that I've seen other like relationships happen. Right. But what I'm saying is under certain circumstances, I will always hold the woman accountable. Mm -hmm. But in this 
particular instance where they both said that they were separated. You do me. I do you. We are on our way out of the door. I'm not even speaking to you right now. And I'm not going to I had no intention of ever speaking to you again. Jada, do what you do. Entangle. And, and I agree. I agree with that. And also, I feel like nuances do matter. They matter. They they really matter. And I think that, like, if someone like was... He's so mad. I know. He's, no, he's I'm, so mad. I'm not mad. I'm just but, over but here. I, just Like, I'm just amazed at the lengths that you all are no, going. There's no length. Okay. Nuances matter. Like, yes, if, they do. If, there's, if there is a relation... If somebody came out and was like, you know, Kobe and I... We were separated during that time. That's a totally different reframe of that story, right? Um, That's why I didn't say anything about Dwayne Wade. Rest in peace, Kobe. But Danielle was still dragging Kobe after he oh, died. Oh no, 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 no! I did not. I was supportive to you. Run back the extra, extra episodes. I did not. I we never had a conversation about Kobe afterwards. <laughs> yes, we did. Run, run me the text messages. You know my texts delete after thirty days. Well, that sounds like a personal That's problem sketchy. to me. You. you- <laughs> You got a search Sound option. like a personal problem to me. You got a search option. But what I'm saying is... Is that why you still haven't given me my bottle of wine from the competition I, I won? Oh, my wow. goodness. Is it because that text was deleted? Well, so I just think that hopefully, like, our listeners, just like <laughs> ourselves, we really, really do, like, sit and... I know, like, we kind of were, like, jokey-jokey all about the entanglements and the particular instances, but the ways that we really re-examine the ways that we have been socialized and particularly harmful ways, such as toxic masculinity, which, again, is not something that is supposed to, like, be a referendum on men writ large, but just around masculinity and the ways that it's carried out. I think that we just really need to be cognizant of the ways that it just, like, is everywhere. It's in our politics. It's in some of y'all's churches. Mm. Notice my emphasis on y'all. Talk um, about it. Talk about it. So your, ch- it. so your church ain't got toxic masculinity? I have been at Bedside Baptist for the past couple of months, so I skip, I skip. I have a new... So you ain't got toxic masculinity new, in your bed? My new, it's ingrained um, in everything. So I think that it, it is... It's it's literally everywhere. And so like making sure that we're engaging with people and in relationships where we're actively trying to like be above that, I think is so important. And I think that's why Will and Jada coming to the Red Table Talk as a unit and Jada having so much respect for herself and autonomy over that situation and Will just being so supportive of that ability to have autonomy and also be able to be side-by-side partners, lifelong partners, is something that I think that that level of maturity in a relationship is something that people should aspire to have. So is Will and Jada goals? I can't say that I would give my child emancipation at age 15. There's a whole lot that's going on there. I would love to meet them, though. That would be fantastic. But, you know, I feel like everybody has a different path. There's some things about them that I feel like are definitely goals. There's some things where I'm like, you know, that's for you. That's that's not necessarily for me. Okay. I think I think also what I really liked and something to really focus on is that I think everybody kind of sits on a different, like, was this cheating? What happened? And, like, one, again, we don't know the intricacies of their relationship, what their agreements are, you know, what what are boundaries versus, you know, what they do, whatever. But I think something that will really take away from it is the respect that is shown and just the interaction, I think, as Danny said, of what is it like in a relationship? What does that look like? And what does that look like externally versus internally? Right. And so 
I think it was just really beautifully modeled of how is it that men and women can live in sometimes, I wouldn't say it's a, she didn't call it a mistake, but in growth and learning and how they could just still be, you know, partners and, and what that looks like. Yeah. And I think my closing remarks would be that. Think deeply. You know, at the end of the day, I think one of the most important things for all of us is to like, as cliche as it is, we need to run our own race Mm. and we need to do that with relationships as well. Because what works for one relationship may not work for yours. Amen. And with that being said, you know, I, I think a lot of this comes down to communication. I will say, as the resident man in the room, if I were in Will's position first, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to keep the stack. I wouldn't have went and sat at that red table. Not yet. We're getting there. We're getting but, there. We're working you to the like, table. If I were on the breakfast club. I'd probably say something like, oh, yeah, we were separated and like she had her permission to do what she like, whatever she wanted to do, she was free to do. So we were separated. I wouldn't make it even more messy. Like, oh, we were married and she stepped out like that's the way I would have handled it. So I'm just saying like this grace that you're extending. I think that you also have to like just be realistic about it. like, hey, like what else did you expect him to say at this point? I will extend grace when the nuances are there in the I extend situation. grace to you, so, uh, you know, all the time. So, <laughs> I was going to say something. I was like, you know what? Save it. Um, but I did, I did, I felt really bad about calling Dwayne Wade, his <laughs> son, a break baby. But his name is Xavier Wade. Just wanted to, to throw that out there so we use people's names. But did we eat today, Coop? I mean, we didn't even offer no solutions. I feel like we I got. Did. I feel like I got masculinity. I feel like I got jumped in here today. Like, did you get jumped? This isn't I what like I was you expecting. You were the aggressor. I think <laughs> a solution also that I would offer is that I think to Tykeen's point, figure out how you as a woman also uphold this toxic masculinity, because there are things that are convenient for us sometimes in okay. the way that we're brought up. You know what? I respect that, Talitha. Thank you. Danielle, you have any solutions? In terms of solutions, I think that, yes, like what Talita said, I definitely agree there. But I also want to add, so I guess it's not a but, but an and, that we should really think about the ways that toxic masculinity or specifically misogynoir, which is misogyny specifically directed towards black women, I think that we really need to think about how it confines us all to this gender binary and doesn't allow us to kind of fully see each other as humans without these preconceived notions about who has what role and where that can where that can take you. I'm really cognizant of the ways that toxic masculinity shows up in me, but also how it shows up in relationships that I have with other people. And so kind of just like echoing what Salita said, like really being conscious of the ways that it all holds us back and then holding ourselves accountable just as much as we try to hold other people accountable. Thank you. And you know what? If we would have just led with this, I don't think we would have So what's your solution? I just want to support you all because as as a toxic masculine individual that I am, part of the thing I have to do is be more selfless. I just feel like you're playing the victim right now and we're here for solutions. Classic toxic masculine. (laughs) I'm being selfless and saying I want to support you all with your solutions and amplify your voices as much as possible. Right, right. So do you have anything for men as the resident 
man on the podcast today, as you said before? Yes. Yes. I think the big thing is like not rush to judgment. When people make the decisions that they make in their relationships, it ain't really my it ain't my space. It ain't my place. And so I just try to extend both parties to grace and and, and not be one of those gossipers. We're gonna work on you. I think I live with our terms. I talked about things that sometimes I do. And, um, you know, I mean, in all seriousness, though, one thing that I think I could really work on, like personally, I could allow myself to be more vulnerable. Mm. And I've said multiple times, like I wouldn't have went to that red table. And, um, you know, maybe I maybe I could do something like allow myself to be vulnerable and to be mocked and to be memed if I were in a situation, not necessarily like that, but any situation. Yeah. Being vulnerable is really hard. Hopefully we all work towards being just a little bit more vulnerable in life. All right, y'all. Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, y'all. Oh, my god. That's what I'm saying. Mikey, we have to end. <laughs> yeah, thank y'all for listening. Hey, huge shout out to our producer, Melissa Vaughn. Melissa Vaughn. We appreciate you and everything you do for us. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. We out.